you kick down walls and anyone who tells you you can't you take your fears your insecurities your worries you roll them all up into a ball you turn those son bitches sideways and stick them straight up that candy pick your goal and stick fucking to it you wishy-washy motherfuckers i can't fucking stand you I wanted to make sure that out of the 24 hours of the day, that I don't waste one single hour. Those hours were too precious. And so there I just want to tell people, don't give me this thing, I have a difficult time, I the time, and I don't have time for this, and I don't have that. You have time. You make the time. And now, welcome to the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast, sponsored by fitnessinformant.com. And he kill it while you sitting down, bitch, about how I triple my fan base Man, worth bench, can't say dad's worse, bitch Do something, fuck it, I'll prove something, don't switch up Should've made your best first, bitch, I'm gonna Yo, Ryan Buckeye here to talk to you guys today about Olympia Weekend Recap As well as our 2020 Fitness Informant Supplement Award Show So, let us first start with Olympia. The takeaways from the weekend, uh, first and foremost, I have to extend gratitude, um, say thank you to Dan Solomon, to Heather, to Jake Wood, the entire team at the Olympia for inviting us as a media partner to be there for this amazing event. Um, I've been to several Olympias, a lot of Olympias, and uh, this is by far, hands down, uh, the best and well-produced Olympia in the history of Olympias. Like you walked into the hall this last weekend in Orlando and it was something uh, something special. Like it was a whole new level of Olympia and it was the production value, it was the stage size, it was the lighting, it was the music, it was the ambiance of the entire Friday and Saturday night. In fact, they did pre-judging on separate stages. Nobody saw the stage until Friday night. There's like a handful of people who saw the stage on Friday night. And you walked in, it was literally like a WWE wrestling show, massive screens, entryways, just phenomenal everything, and the acoustics, the sound. I mean, it was, it was something special. And I think what they did in six weeks' time to take things from Las Vegas, Nevada, to, to Orlando, Florida, to the Convention Center, and adapt it for that was amazing. And it ended up being very, very well. Even the Fan Expo, as small as it was, there were several brands there in which we know. Um, it was intimate. It was, you know, it was free. So anybody could go to it. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, you know, we spent our time there talking with a couple different brands that we associate with, you know, Mark Lobline was there. Obviously Mark is a really good friend of mine, MTS nutrition, all right bar now. Oh, one five spent a lot of time with Mark and his family. It was great brand curry on Friday night before his big night on Saturday. And then on Saturday back at the, at the Olympia or the, the, the fan pavilion, they call it hang out with Mark and Katie and the entire Oh, one five crew. Redcon won there with their big booth, hung out with the guys there, tried the MRE RTD finally for the first time, uh, the final version, their new MRE bar. Uh, so a lot of exciting stuff there from Redcon 1. Went over to, you know, Alpha Prime has their new dietary supplement line that came out here within the last year. Doing some stuff with those guys, met with some retailers on the Fitbutter side. So it was a really good overall experience for me to go down there as fitness informant, as Fitbutters, and to just take it all in. But this is the first time... In our short history, you know, we've been around for four years, in which we covered the athletic event, the, the bodybuilding shows on both Friday and Saturday night. So I want to walk through that and talk about that. And then I want to obviously talk about, um, you know, the, the, the 2020 
Supplement Awards, the Fitness Performance Supplement Awards. It's a big deal. Every year, you know, the fans get an opportunity to vote, and uh, we're going to talk about that here in the second half of the show. So I want to take just a quick break here, and then we'll come back and talk more about the 2020 Olympia, the winners, um, and, um, you know, what we can expect next year from these guys at the Olympia, and it's going to be something extremely, extremely exciting. Happening right now. Follow your dreams. Study for your driver's license test. Back in Chicago. Do you remember the last time I played you? 12 days of Twitchman. Chef Bob is back. Baking a bunch of brownies like that right there. My balls are better. Secrets the pro gamers use to dominate. Okay, let's go. Hundred people. It's me against ninety War Games, our enhanced gaming nootropic formula, is now available to the public. This professional-grade formula unlocks hyper-focus, enables split-second reaction time, and supports eye health during long gaming sessions. Claim your 30-serving War Games right now before it sells out. Click now to buy. Friday night in Orlando at the 2020 Mr. Olympia. Friday night was a special night for us here at Fitness Informant. Um, if you guys recall, um, you know, we've had guests on the podcast here leading up to the Olympia. One of those guests was 212 athlete Sean Clarita. And Friday night was an absolutely big night for Sean, the 212 division, for my former coach, Matt Jansen. Um, obviously, a, a friend of the show, a friend of fitness informant, John Meadows. And uh, just it was, it, was a, it was a night that, um, you know, it won't be forgotten given the outcomes of, of some of these different uh, competitions. But before that, when we got into Orlando, we had the opportunity to land, grab a car, and drive over to Rival Athletics Gym in Orlando. And if you've never been to Rival Athletics Gym, it is a gym with just some top-tier equipment. It has Rogers Fitness Equipment. It has Arsenal Strength. 
uh, has Prime Fitness, has a lot of good equipment pieces, not cheap at all. But we met my buddy John Meadows, Mountain Dog, and Paul Callahan, the owner of Bullfrog Nutrition over at Rival Athletics for Leg Day. Danielle, myself, Paul, and, and John. And we were going to go through a leg day and film it for YouTube. And that's exactly, that's exactly what we did. And um, listen, I've always had a, a desire to train legs with John. John is one of the most well-respected coaches, trainers in the world. And he should be. He knows his stuff, and he knows his stuff extremely well. And we get there, and I'm warming up, warming up, and then I got to learn John's training techniques. Now, candidly, I don't watch a lot of John's training videos. I just don't have time to sit down and watch a bunch of YouTube stuff. But I'd, I'd known just through the grapevine um, how he likes to train. And it was great. I mean, for example, we started with whew, basically drop set after drop set here. We did 8, 8, 10 um, on hamstring curls, lying hamstring curls. So you do like 8 at 130, you drop two plates, do eight at 110, um, and then you would do 10 at 100, and you would do partials, and you would hold for 10 seconds, and an isometric hold would just blow those hamstrings up. Well, you're pumping blood in the hamstrings to get ready for the next lift. The next lift for us was pendulum squat, and you're there with John Meadows and Paul Callahan. You are not going to fucking half-ass a pendulum squat machine. So we worked our way up to six plates on each side. Yes, I will let you guys do the math. And if you can't do it, I guess I'll do it for you. That's 270 on each side for 540 plus, whatever the resistance of the current machine is. Insane, right? So um, six plates on each side. So 12 plates total. Multiply that by 45. That's what we were doing at the lowest point of the Rogers Pendulum Squat Machine. Now, on... Uh, to the point where you get to the your final set, you wrap out. I got six. I mean, that is all I could do. But I saw John do 15 at 48, I believe he is. And Paul do 17. And Paul is tall as fuck. At this point, I am cashed. I am just, I am exhausted. But then we go on the hack squat. From the hack squat, then we go to reverse hypers. And then from there, we go and uh, I believe we did lunges to end. And um, goddamn, it was the best workout I've had in a long, long time, as you can imagine. But I, even today, this happened on uh, Thursday. And it's Monday now I'm recording this. It'll drop on Tuesday. I'm still sore. I just did legs this morning again for the first time since that workout. And uh, I had to tippy-toe around some things a little bit because my legs were still pretty fatigued and sore from that workout with John. And, and that's to be expected. You're not going to go into a workout with John Meadows, fuck around, and fuck off. That's just not what you're going to do, and that's not what I'm going to do. So right away, get in Orlando, get to an opportunity to train with one of the best, Danielle and I. And um, you know that was... That was fantastic. Thursday, um, just a great opportunity for us. Thursday night, we got to celebrate Danielle's birthday. Um, so we, I went out to Del Frisco's with her, which is a steakhouse in Orlando. And we just spent some time together, just the two of us, before things kind of got crazy um, on Friday and Saturday. Because Friday, you know, our plan was to wake up and go to Disney, Magic Kingdom, for the day for her birthday. And that's exactly what we did. Uh, but we trained before we went to Disney. So we woke up at 4.30 on the road, drove back to Rival Athletics. And then from there, we did a push day, a solid push day. It was just D and I uh, in the gym, and then after that, we were able to go get some breakfast, load up, and then go to Disney, but we had to obviously make quick work at Disney, and neither of us have been there in a long, long time, but we also know we need to be back um, that night for the show starting at 7, so great day at Disney, solid weather, couldn't complain, got on some rides, your boy was like, he's two years old again, it was phenomenal, but we get back to the hotel, we do what we gotta do, we get ready, and uh, this is when the fun starts, we get to walk over to the Expo Center, and, you know, get an opportunity to see the stage for the first time. I guess let me back up. I forgot to, I should reiterate that. Thursday night, you know, after dinner, we did go back. There was um, um, 
a meet and greet type thing on Thursday night with some of the athletes. Brandon Curry was there at the 015 booth, so I had an opportunity to finally meet Brandon, who was the 2019 Mr. Olympia champion, has his new brand, the 015, in collaboration or in partnership with Mark Lobliner. Chance to talk to Mark Lobliner, Katie Lobliner, the entire family there. And it was just good to catch up with family in the business. That's really what Thursday night was for us, is an opportunity to catch up with these family members here in the business. And, uh, you know, we, we greatly... We greatly appreciate it, um, you know, seeing those guys and getting an opportunity to introduce Danielle to those guys for, uh, you know, the very, very first time. And I am, you know, obviously grateful that we have people in our lives like Kitty and Mark who support what I do, but, you know, outside of that support just, you know, each other in, in personal and professional manners. Friday night walking in and seeing the stage for the first time was a wow factor, you know, because I, I'm so used to being at the Orleans in Vegas where it's... Uh, arena seating, right? And um, they have a stage, but the production value of the EO has never been over-the-top awesome. Now, you know, maybe last year a little bit started with trying to incorporate some more stuff in it, but this year they really went above and beyond. Some of the biggest, the biggest stage in Olympia history was massive. Huge screens, music, video footage, live pay-per-view, just overall, so well done. And I'm not familiar with women's fitness, but I love it. I love women's fitness category. And watching uh, Missy win the title and seeing John light up because John was Missy's coach was a moment that started the night amazing for me. I went back. I got out of my seat. I was in the media. I went back to John and gave him a big hug and just wanted to wish him congratulations because John up until this point has never had somebody in his camp win a Mr. Olympia title in anything. And here he is starting off the weekend Friday night grabbing a, a title in the women's fitness division, and uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't quite understand what women's fitness is being judged on. I'm assuming a lot of it has to be on the routine because the routines were very um, elaborate. Like these got to be former gymnasts, former cheerleaders, flexible. They can do some really cool flips, but at the same time, they are fucking ripped and jacked, and it's super impressive to see somebody with that type of body fat percentage, uh, you know, do those things. To us, it was absolutely insane, and you know, throughout the night. We got to see a few few other things, like women's figure was there. We got to see the return of Miss Olympia, which is impressive. These ladies are are strong. They're big. And I can't imagine, I can't believe they, they took this away from fans for a long time. It's just one of those things that, you know, we as fans, we look at and we're like, wow. You know, that's not attainable for 99.9% of the population. But those of us who can get there, men or women, um, it's extremely uh, cool to see. Some might say inspiring, motivating. Others might be like, well, I'm not really sure, but at the end of the day, hard work is hard work, and you can't deny these ladies of any of their hard work. So, <clears throat> but then Friday night, the 212. This is where I think, you know, everybody's eyes went. Sean Clear just showed up in prejudging, and everybody was losing it. Everybody said that Sean showed up the best he's ever looked, the most in shape, the most conditioned, the most lean, compared to anybody else on that stage. Now, Sean, uh, biggest competition was Kamal, who's the defending champion. And the big thing here is Kamal's got, you know, 20 pounds on Sean. And it's a 212 division for a reason. Sean died it down. He was still seven pounds heavier than last year. Lean as fuck. But they were still worried within both camps. Like, hey, maybe Sean's not big enough to carry the 212 division. And we would soon find out after that that he is big enough and he's good enough. He's well-spoken. He's well-taken care of. He's well-behaved. He's polite. He's got great coaches. Matt Jansen, Mountain Dog, John Meadows. This is the definition of a true hero or true champion 
in bodybuilding. You have to have a good team around you. And Sean, in his victory speech, attested to that. Sean's been working at this craft for a long, long time. So to see him win was uh, thrilling for me as a fan, but happy as well to see both Matt Jansen, who, again, my former coach, and John Meadows have something extremely next level to celebrate about. If you recall, Matt had Dallas McCarver for a long time, and he was supposed to be his pony boy, his golden child. When Dallas passed away, I think Matt was confused. Matt was hurt with a lot of the comments online. And, and quite frankly, no coach knows if they're going to get the opportunity to coach an Olympia athlete again. And, and Matt had Dallas, and Dallas, should he still be around today, would probably be pretty fucking phenomenal in that open class. So Matt didn't really have somebody at that point, and uh, now he does. He's got Sean Clarita, the giant killer, Nutribio-sponsored athlete, and what I saw from Sean on Friday was just absolutely miraculous. It was just, he was on another level in terms of conditioning, sizing. Uh, that's, that's the thing that you know, I very much enjoy seeing is my friends succeed and seeing Sean succeed and seeing Matt succeed and seeing John succeed uh, and, and seeing Missy succeed. That, to me, uh, makes me extremely happy to see people rooting for one another because there's just not enough of that in this world. The one thing about Friday that I would say would be a negative is the show is way too long. It started around 7.20, 7.25, and it went till 1.30 in the morning because there's just so much stuff to go through. So they need to figure out a way to, I guess, congest that down to a smaller time period, whether they do a full posing routine in the morning and at night they don't do it. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but I know that it was way too long. And people were literally falling asleep in their seats. Uh, these seats were not cheap. They were like a bucket of five a person. So... You know, to fall asleep during that, excuse me, would be a big waste of money. On t- Friday night, I think the tickets were like 200 bucks. So uh, I don't know what there was for attendance. There were probably a couple thousand. And uh, it, it was the most normal I felt in a long time being at an event and function like this, cheering on people on stage. You know, we had reserved media spots for us that, that I'm forever humble and grateful for that I never thought I would get. But we got those. And, and, and I'm, you know, extremely happy for that. But Saturday night was was kind of what people were looking forward to. But Friday night after Sean won, that wasn't it. Then we had pre-judging for the men's open. And it was pretty apparent right after pre-judging who was going to win the Olympia. It was either going to be Big Rami or Brandon Curry. Phil Heath showed up, but Phil Heath was soft. You could tell he had some complications from surgery. You knew that he wasn't going to finish top two unless politics were involved. Personally, I think Phil should have finished fourth overall, and they would have let um, Hadi Chopin in the top three because I think Hadi looks better than Phil. So every all night and all day, patrons at the expo, friends of mine, were going back and forth. Does Big Rami win this year? Or does Brandon Curry retain and stay the absolute gold medal of an ambassador for this sport? You know, that was hard. Big Rami was big, but he was also more conditioned than he's ever been in his entire life. He dropped 20 pounds from last year. If this wasn't a good enough version of Rami, there would never be a good enough version of Rami. And the judges had to vote Rami and also at the same time understand, like, this is a new direction. We've never had an Olympian that looks like him. Big Rami has a distinct look. He's got distinct sizes and places that people have a very hard time of growing. So the Olympic Committee had to make a decision. Do we give it to this guy, which is not your cookie-cutter, bodybuilder, Olympia champion? And that's what they did because it was the right thing to do. My heart wanted Brandon Curry to win. I said that publicly on social media. But my brain knew my brain knew that Big Rami was going to win. Big Rami just brought in a package that 
you know, you're looking for excuses on why he wasn't going to win this year. And excuses were, well, maybe his legs are too big and he doesn't have the shape that Brandon Curry has. Listen, at the end of the day, the judges called his ticket. He won the Olympia. He won the $400,000. And now, now uh, he's the man in the world. And, um, you know, the man in bodybuilding, which is very cool for Big Rami after all these years of absolute hard work. Saturday night was special. It was great. It was seeing Big Rami capture that title and being ultimately shocked. It was seeing uh, uh, you know, a new men's physique and Brian Hendrickson getting it back. It was seeing Chris Bum, Bumstead retain his classic title. And the women had a change of hands up top as well. Quite frankly put, this is probably the most exciting Olympia in the history of Olympias, in my opinion, that I've seen. And I've seen several of them. And I, uh, you know, I'm very much looking forward to more Olympias in the future. We're not sure if they're going to be back in Vegas, if they're going to be back in Orlando. We should hear more information uh, within the next couple of weeks, I would think, on where that event's going to be. But let me tell you this. If you've never been to an Arnold before, it's an opportunity to understand and, and interact with brands that you love, but an opportunity to learn about the sport in which you love. Because that's really what we, you know, what we promote here is that sport in which we love. And the Olympia, there's no better place, especially if they put on a production value like they did this last weekend. You guys and girls are absolutely going to love it. So... Overall takeaway, it was an honor, a privilege to be there, to cover it from a media perspective. I can't thank Dan Solomon, Jake Wood, and the entire team enough. I hope I get the opportunity next year again to do the same thing. Um, but we're going to take a pause here, come back, and then we're going to talk about the 2020 Fitness Informant Dietary Supplement Awards uh, and do a little recap on those right after this. Strength isn't a slogan. You want to win this year? Yes, no! What time is it? Get up! What time is it? Get up! It's not an image you find on billboards or the big screen. It's never been about any of that. It's all around you, in everyday moments, just waiting to be unleashed. Strength is the knowledge that inside you lies anything you've ever wanted to be. The confidence that your failures never define you. And the passion and purpose to drive beyond any limits placed upon you. When you call upon it, strength embraces you, challenges you, pulls you back up, no matter how many times you fall. It compels you to draw on courage, resilience, intensity, and hope, and expects your very best to help others find theirs. True strength demands you build more than muscle, not in pursuit of a personal best, but a better tomorrow for everyone.
five percenters is five percent of the people in the world that are willing to do whatever it takes to reach their goals. We're talking about business, success, education. Willing to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. Things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. talk about the annual Fitness Informant Supplement Awards. This year we had the opportunity of leading up to the Olympia because of the timing of the Olympia to do the presentation of the awards the week of. And quite honestly, it was some of the most fun I've had uh, doing this, the presentation of the Fitness Informant Dietary Supplement Awards. We kicked things off with pre-workout of the year. This year had a lot of awesome nominees in the pre-workout category. If you listen to the show with Gerhard and I, you got, another, uh, uh, um, you got a chance to listen to us talk about those pre-workouts of the year. And the winner of the 2020 pre-workout of the year was Core Nutritional's Core Fury. Now, Core Fury, in my opinion, is one of the best formulated pre-workouts uh, in a long time. And not, not just that. It's, it was different. It was the first in the industry. The first pre-workout or maybe even the first product to use pregnenolone at 10 milligrams. Now, pregnenolone at lower dosages like that is a cognitive boost or cognitive enhancement. So, um, you know, honestly, like, it was, it's a great pre-workout. It's, it's got clinical efficacious dosages of key ingredients, and nothing that we had this year, you know, could top it, in my opinion. It's actually a currently our number one rated pre-workout at fitnessinformant.com. And it's one of those things that, you know, it, it, I, I feel bad when my tub is empty. And that's when you know you have yourself a good pre-workout. It's like when you have one, and I get so many of them, but when you run out of a pre-workout and you're like legitimately sad about it, that's, that's kind of like when things are, you know, that's when you know you have something good and something that you really like. And Core did a great job all year in terms of the rebrand, in terms of the reformulations and their new products. That, that theory was just... One of those products that's like, man, this thing, this thing hits good. Pump is, is solid as well. The core Fury and Core Pump, the one-two punch was is one of the best one-two punches on the market today. Then we proceed into the secondary category, the second category of the week, which was new brand of the year. Now this one only had four brands in it. Could have thrown Fit Bars in there, I suppose. Right? I'm kidding. 
But Hostile Supplements is the winner of the new brand of the year, and they walked away with that award. Now, Hostile has some really good supplements. If you guys haven't heard of Hostile, you can check out Hostile.com. Uh, that is their, that's their web address. But they have you know, two different uh, pre-workouts. There is Hostility, and I believe that it's called Bloodshot. Now, Bloodshot is more the pump-enhancing matrix. Now, here's where some people might get confused, though. Is hostility, it says pre-workout on the container, and Bloodshot says pump-endurance matrix, but they both contain, I believe, two grams of nitrate. So you don't necessarily want to mix them together. You want to make sure that you do take them separately. Uh, but, you know, honestly, it's, it's, it, they're great pre-workouts. Whether you're using a stim-based one or non-stim one, their intro-workout is great. Uh, they're, they're backed um, by a solid team and hostile. And quite frankly, you know, in that group, there's Rising Labs. There was Raw Nutrition, which is owned by Matt Jansen and Dr. Dom, a great brand as well. But they kind of got a late start in the year. Otherwise, I think Raw would have had uh, a really good chance to, um, you know, take take things on. And, um, you know, because they launched late, I believe Hostile had essentially a, a full year um, to do what they do. And because of that, you know, they found themselves walking away uh, with the 2020 New Brand of the Year Award, and, and rightfully so. And we did an awesome giveaway with those guys and got an opportunity to reward uh, our great followers for, um, you know, what, what they – what they want and uh and what they want is uh you know hostility in terms of their pre-workout and i think we we gave away a couple other things too but that was a solid pre-workout solid stack if you haven't tried hostility before haven't tried um hostile subs it's, it's, a, it's a brand that you absolutely need to look into from there, we moved into protein of the year. Uh, tough category this year. We had authentic collabs, again, from Ghost in terms of Nutter Butter. Um, you know, we had Core Vegan, which I thought was, was a special protein this year. It was really, really well done. Core Pro. So Core had two in this category. Um, we also had Muscle Sport, the returning champion, come in um, with, with one of their proteins of this year in their lean weight. But at the end of the day, Dimatize, authentic collaboration with Post Cereal. Now, it's all the same brand, right? Um, Fruity Pebbles walked away with our Number one protein of 2019 or 2020, excuse me, 2019. I'm stuck in the past. Uh, it was very, 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 very well done. The only gripe I had on them is I didn't use authentic fruity pebbles in the actual formulation, but I get it. It's an isolate. They want to keep the carbs low, and by adding in sugared cereal, it doesn't necessarily do that. So what they did is they used edible glitter, um, which is not you know sugar, but colors to make it mimic. Real Fruity Pebbles. So you could argue, is that really authentic or not? I think that the flavor was just, you know, it literally tasted like you're drinking a bowl of Fruity Cereal or Fruity Pebbles milk um, after it was done. From there, we went into another huge category in terms of breakout brand of the year. Now, some other dietary supplement media outlets or news outlets had this brand in brand of the year. And they probably could have, but we felt like this was kind of like their second full big year. They had a chance to break out and break out of the scene a little bit more. Um, Glaxon walked away as our 2020 breakout brand of the year. Now, Glaxon is one of those special brands that I think they are primed for an amazing 21. They are primed for amazing future. They have good leadership. They have good products. They have clever marketing, great labels. And I think when the exterior world consumers see clever marketing or, or great labels, sometimes they think, well, that must be a shit formula. That's not the case when it comes to Glaxon. Their formulas are solid. Uh, their chief science officer knows exactly what he's doing or does a, does a really good job of understanding and doing what he does. And I, I believe, you know, obviously with us giving them the recognition they deserve, other platforms out there, um, you know, like Stacked and PricePal, they're going to be doing most likely doing the same. I haven't seen those awards yet. Glaxon is a legit force to be reckoned with in the space. And if you look at their web analytics, which is something that we look at, you know, they have the quickest and biggest growth this year, rightfully so. I mean, when you start low, you have the biggest opportunity to jump up, but they 
Uh, their D2C business has absolutely done extremely well. Their retail business has done extremely well. And, you know, Sam Strange, Michael Bischoff, um, everybody involved in that brand over there, uh, I think should be extremely proud of themselves of what they did. Now, other brands in that category that had great years, Axe and Sledge, I think was right there. Axe and Sledge had another great year. Um, we, admittedly, we don't work with them much on FI, but... We keep we keep our ear to the ground, and we understand you know when brands are doing good things, we take note, and we des- and they deserve recognition. So, Axe and Sledge revive MD in a year of COVID um, had a, another great year. Man Sports kind of coming back and doing a rebrand, put themselves back on the scene as well. So, I mean, just an overall a, a really solid category. And, and Dragon Farmer, I'd be reminisced here, uh, remiss, excuse me, if I didn't mention Dragon Farmer because I had said this before, and most of you guys that that know me know that Drew Peters, who's the chief science officer over at Dragon Pharma, or the 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 director of science. Scientific Affairs, I believe is his actual title. He's a good friend of mine. And I think Drew has done more on social platforms and on the internet promoting Dragon Pharma through video series, through education, than any other major athletes, which include the 2020 Mr. Olympia himself, Big Rami. I, I think Drew Peters has hustled and done such a good job. You know, and there's Andre Ferguson they have. They have great athletes. I just don't think that they've done nearly as much as Drew Peters, who's just, um, you know, some people might think he's just a, he's just a supplement geek, right? Supplement nerd. Now, Drew's out there actually wanting the best for this brand. And, uh, you know, it makes me happy to see Drew out there hustling and doing everything he can to help bring that brand into new, uh, you know, new tiers in 2020 and 2021. Product of the year this year had a had a plethora of, of products in it that um, you know I thought was was really well done. I think you know for me looking at this, you had two from from Ghost. We had a Ghost Gamer and Ghost Glow. I think both of those products could have won product of the year. And quite frankly, it was a toss up between the two of those. Ghost Glow is a neutral cosmetic product which is supposed to help benefit your skin. Something that we don't see a lot of these brands do. I mean, yeah, you talk about um, you know bovine, or you talk about. Um, you, you you talk about um, collagen, excuse me, I blanked on it for a second there, where you know can have with healthy scare or healthy hair and nails and ligaments and joints. But this was a product that wasn't collagen, that was um, you know, it had stuff in it like dim for, for hair loss and healthy hair, had things in there for, for beautiful, beautiful skin coming from a brand like Ghost, which in the past I think really one of the only big brands that sort of do this was Alani New. And Alani New, um, you know, quite frankly, wasn't dosing the product where it should be, but it was Really, the only thing on the market for people to get. So, Go saw an opportunity, a white space, and said, "Hey, let's let's do this ourselves." And they made skincare cool in a neutral cosmetic product called Ghost Glow. The product that ultimately won the product of the year from Ghost was Ghost Gamer. And we talked about that. Why Ghost Gamer? And during COVID or during the pandemic, gyms were closed. People had to find different hobbies, different things to help pass the time in gaming. The gaming industry fucking boomed. Like, it went way, way up. And Gamer was one of those products which was efficaciously dosed. It used 1.6 grams of, of, of New Level, which is um, the, the clinical doses of New Level, which is inositol and nitrosagene mixed together. Um, but that is just, you know, a phenomenal ingredient that was studied by Nutrition 21 specifically on gamers and showed improve, improved, like, survival rate, higher kill rates, things of that nature when it comes to gaming. And that's what gamers need. And Ghost Glow... Sorry, Ghost Gamer not only was just a dietary supplement geared and targeted towards the gaming world, it was also the brand that dove headfirst into that culture and became part of it. You know, they they signed um, deals with um, you know Xnet, I believe it was, within the, the gaming industry. They 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 did Warzone Wednesdays. They were part of the gaming community. It's one thing to just release a gaming supplement and say, "Hey, gamers, here you go." The, you know the gaming supplement, the professionals, or whatever it might be, but then I take the next level and say this supplement is for gamers, made by gamers, 
Ryan, Dan, Ricky, the entire team over there would dive in the war zone. Even, even our own Gerhard here would join the team and partake in these war zone Wednesdays. And they would have a live Twitch and they would talk about these products on Twitch and they would go out there and they would game on Call of Duty. And, and honestly, I wish I had fucking time to game. I don't. If I did, I would be partaking in those too. But my life is too busy. I'm married. I have a kid. I have a kid on the way. I have two businesses that I run. But goddamn, I miss gaming. I'd like to go out and get a PS5 right now. I think that's the cool thing. Now. I think we're on five. Fuck, I don't even know what we're on right now. But Gamer was more than just a supplement. It was a lifestyle, pun intended, I guess, for Ghost, uh, and a culture in which the brand embraced and, and, and became part of, which made it more so. We talked about this year, uh, you know, we talked about product of the year. And product of the year was a, a, another difficult one. Oh, sorry, we just talked about product of the year. I'm just losing my mind. Uh, Ghost Gamer. But uh, Nutribio had their first response um, product in that too. And, and honestly, like that's such a good product and, and designed and targeted to such a good cause. It was in consideration for product of the year. Core Zone, my favorite nootropic, um, definitely up for product of the year as well. And MRE RTD, which was nominated late. Um, we just didn't have enough data on MRE RTD. It didn't come out till late November. Um, it is open to potentially be in the same category in 2021. Uh, but we don't, we don't necessarily know how it's going to do. We know right now it's available at Redcom 1's website. We know it's going to be available in gyms, but we don't have C-Store distribution yet. Um, so it'll be interesting. But MRE RTD, I've had them. They're very, very good. Um, could do something really special in a category that has been largely untouched for an extended period of time. Philanthropic Brand of the Year was probably one of the most fun awards for me to give out this year. And it was recognizing, you know, more than just the award itself, like giving the opportunity to recognize brands who are using their platform for good is something that we need to do more of in the dietary supplement world. Nutribio, we know about what they did this year. They donated thousands and thousands and thousands of, of free supplements to over 10,000 first responders nationwide in terms of immune support products during the global pandemic. These first responders are on the front line. And, um, you know, that, that's, the, that's, that's where Nutribio focused their efforts, is helping these people on the front lines be safe or at least trying to help strengthen their immune system because they're dealing with COVID. They're dealing with this pandemic. Police officers, you know, in law enforcement, fire departments, coast guards, and medical professionals, healthcare professionals, like my wife, Danielle, you know, they said to some too, and Danielle was the one that was, um, you know, I gave it to her. I made sure that she was taking it. She was in the front line. She works in the cardiac unit at the University of Minnesota as a registered nurse. You know, thankfully for her, they don't have cardi or they don't have COVID patients on their floor, but you just never know. I mean, the one one could slip on their floor, right? And she wanted to make sure that her her immunity was up. And you know, obviously now that she's pregnant, she wants to make sure that she's in the best position possible. And for Nutribio to donate hundreds of thousands of dollars in products to do so was absolutely massive. But that's not to take anything away from the other brands that were in that category. Muscle Tech and their support for our veterans. Redcon One, their support for our veterans is plus is launching the Redcon One Foundation. It's absolutely admirable for them to do that. You also have Ghost on there who are supporting local community organizations that are fighting social injustice, helping small businesses who are impacted by the pandemic. They also planted trees for every tub of Ghost Greens um, purchased. I think it was like 88,000 trees or some shit like that. I mean, it's such a crazy number, but so good. Um, you know, donating money to Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Just a lot of good done by Ghost. And then Alpha Line, which a lot of people don't know, they donate um, every time they sell something, they donate to Vitamin Angels, which helps with mal malnourishment um, in foreign populations. I mean, we're, we're places in the world where people aren't getting enough of their nutrients and they're helping them, you know, by providing um, vitamins and, and things of that nature to help, you know, their immune system. Plus the, the Australian wildfires. And, and let's talk about that too. That, that was early in the year. 
But there are other brands that we worked with. Core Nutritionals, Revive MD, all of them um, donated a portion of the proceeds. Muscle Sport donated a portion of their proceeds to help support the Australian wildfire effort. Now, they may have not been in you know, contention or consideration, but they, any, any brand who did good this year did good. You know, that deserves recognition, that deserves an applause, that deserves admiration from everybody in this space because I think a lot of times what happens in the space is we become so goddamn money hungry that we forget about others in need. And I get it, this year was hard, so we needed to maybe save every dime we had. But brands that found a way to raise money, raise awareness for these causes, and we're authentic about it, That's really what made it awesome. And I can't be more goddamn proud of the brands that did that this year. Uh, And thankfully for me, I own and operate two brands that do that. You know, we did the Folds of Honor campaign at Fitbars, which I was extremely proud of there. And Fitness Informant every single year donates money to charities in which we we have causes behind. And, um, you know, we don't technically publicize that we do it because we feel it's the right thing to do but you know that that's why there are some brands you know for instance like i I will admit it core nutritionals didn't want to be nominated for uh this award because they wanted to to act in silence and that's fine and i appreciate that but i'm going to tell people listening to this podcast core did some really awesome stuff this year in terms of giving and gifting that they deserve recognition for so i'm going to give them the pat on the back that they really deserve although they didn't ask for it the final and the most anticipated award of the year is always this one here. And if you're watching on YouTube, here it is. I have the 2020 Fitness Informant Brand of the Year title belt. And this year, it was really cool because we were able to present this in um, Orlando, Florida at the 2020 Mr. Olympia. And it wasn't me presenting it. It was my friend Jay Cutler, four-time Mr. Olympian Jay Cutler. And the reason I wanted Jay to do the presentation of this belt uh, is a couple of reasons. One, A, he's a legitimate figure in the fitness space. Not saying that I'm not. But Jay, Jay's going to have some merit in what he says. And um, Jay also has Cutler Nutrition, his own brand. He understands what it takes to build a brand. He's building his brand in his way. Selective retail outlets, direct-to-consumer, quality formulas. That's his choice in how to build that brand. Jay's had to build his personal brand over the last 20 years in the fitness world. You know, when you say Jay Cutler, your mind goes to one or two people, the football player or he goes to the bodybuilder, Right. Jay Cutler is a household name within fitness and, and, and uh, uh, bodybuilding, and that is um, you know, really, really cool. And so I asked Jay, I said, Jay, would you do this for me? And he was absolutely on board for it. This belt is stunning. Like, it's absolutely beautiful how beautiful this belt is. And I'm so excited you know, to, to be able to award this this year. And the, you know, the recipient of this is Ghost Lifestyle and still as a repeat champion. This award, though, also causes drama for, for me. As you can imagine, brands that don't win the award, um, they, their feelings are hurt, and I understand it. For me, it's like, listen, if I am passionate about what I do, if I don't win an award in which I'm nominated for, you're damn right I'm going to be pissed off and I'm going to be upset. But at the end of the day, I have to respect that decision, accept that decision, and use that to fuel and motivate me in the next year. And I, I really hope the brands that did not win, so Core Nutritionals, Redcon won, Alpha Line and NutriBio, take that and use it as fuel for 2021. Because I think when you look at the big picture, we have a panel of experts in which vote in these categories. We have the fans that they get a voice in this as well. And Ghost Lifestyle edged out, you know, the other four brands in the category. Ghost had a great year. Great year. And I said this in the write-up that we did. Ghost dropped energy, which is the beverage category. And a partnership with ABI, which is Anheuser-Busch InBev. That's massive for the brand. 
Ghost also launched Ghost Glow, which is in the gaming world. That's not sports nutrition per se. It's gaming. Or Ghost Gamer, sorry. Ghost Glow was Nutra Cosmetics. So again, not necessarily sports nutrition, but more beauty. So you could argue that there are three different categories the brand launched in. Gaming, Nutra Cosmetics, and beverage. Successfully. Authentic collaborations with Nutter Butter. Authentic collaborations on their energy. They have Sour Patch Kids and Warheads on energy. They reformulate their BCAAs by including an extra gram of BCAAs and adding in three, I believe, three new flavors, which are phenomenal, by the way. You had a Max Shooting V2 pre-workout, which was awesome, which is also going to foreshadow Legend V2 coming out from Ghost in probably Q1 of 2021. When I pulled a lot of the brands in the world, many of the brands agreed with our decision to go Ghost as the brand of the year. And, and the brands that I pulled were brands that were not nominated. Nobody had an issue with it. I think everybody, it was almost not, I, I wouldn't say it was like 100% everybody on Ghost, but majority said Ghost is the rightful choice for brand of the year. Buddy Josh Shaw, which I do two guys, one shaker cup with, picked Ghost uh, as their brand of the year. I haven't seen what the other platforms have done yet, but I would imagine that Ghost is going to finish in their top five for sure. And rightfully so, they had a great year. And it's not to take anything away from Core. It's not to take anything away from Redcon. It's not to take anything away from Nutribio or Alpha Line. Those brands all had great years. Fuck, I said this. I said, like, look at Core, for instance. For Core to be in the conversation with Redcon 1 and, um, and Ghost, brands that are, I don't know how much bigger they are than Core. I, I really don't, but bigger. Redcon 1 is the biggest one in that whole, whole conversation. To be in that conversation with these brands, I think, is, it's, it's a testament to what they accomplished that year. You're not going to find... A lot of times on these like brand of the year, we had new brand of the year being hostile supplements, but you're not going to find hostile supplements up for brand of the year just because they're too small yet. They don't have the distribution. They don't have the sales. On the flip side of that, just because you have distribution and just because you have sales doesn't mean you're brand of the year. I said this a hundred times before. Herbalife, if that was the case, would be brand of the year. They're like an $8 billion company. Abicare, any of these MLM companies, like we talk about their revenue models, but we don't. We talk about brand of the year being product quality, distribution, sales, growth, cool factor, impact in the space. And our panel deemed that Ghost made the biggest impact this year with the dollar volume growth, the coolness factor. But each of us said all the brands in this category deserve recognition. So we'll be doing a belt presentation with Ghost again this year like we did last year. I'm not sure if it's going to be in Chicago, if it's going to be in Vegas. Um, but this belt here that you guys are watching on YouTube, which is now over my shoulder, Jesus, this thing is just absolutely, like, I don't even want to give this out. This is different than last year's belt, by the way. Um, this belt will be given out and awarded to Ghost. I fully expect those guys to get this thing in a shadow box this time, though, because this belt is way too pretty to be just, like, chilling um, on a brick wall. But I'm proud of the guys at Ghost. I'm proud of Dan and Ryan. I'm proud of my team. I'm proud of the team of experts we put together to do the voting. And, and I will sit here and I will... You know, I will back up our decisions. I'll back up my people's decisions and their votes because that's what they believe in. That's based on the metrics in which they saw, and I believe that we got it right. I believe that the brands this year that won, the products that won, uh, were the best in their respective categories, and that's that's the guy's truth from us. So, you know, as much as <coughs> these awards, you know, cause drama, it also is it's an opportunity for us to recognize those in the space who have done great and products who have who are great, and I appreciate. Every fan who voted, I appreciate everybody's input. I appreciate our panel of experts who helped us get this right. And, uh, you know, we'll look at 2021 as another opportunity to see what brands can do. And, um, you know, until then, this is it. Ghost is going to be the reigning, defending, and still champion of the world, two-time brand of the year. 
But remember, in 2017, it was Nutribio. In 2018, it was Redcon 1. In 2019 and 2020, it's now Ghost. But based on everything that I know about brands, say, you take Redcon 1, for instance. I mean, they have MRE that finally launched their RTD. They have their Walmart deal. You know, they could be poised to make a huge push in 21, especially with that Walmart deal, to just take it by a landslide. But then you have brands like Nutribio, who has a ton of stuff in the works that you guys don't know about yet, but you will. Core the same way. Core is dropping some stuff already the first of the year that you're going to hear about here on FI very soon. You know, then you got brand like Glaxon, who's coming up from breakup brand of the year that's going to come into this category. Muscle Tech says they're going to have a bunch coming in this year. And, you know, it's going to be fun for us because at the end of the day, these awards for myself, for Gerhard, for our panel of experts, they're not personal. They are, we try to make them as subjective as possible based on what we feel from a consumer standpoint, what we feel from an industry sire standpoint. And uh, are we right 100% of the time? I mean, that's up for you to judge, okay? There are people who are upset with some of the winners and losers in these categories, but at the end of the day, that's our, that's our award, and we're sticking to it. I appreciate you guys tuning in to the podcast this week. I had this opportunity to talk about the Olympia. It was phenomenal. Cannot wait uh, for next year's Olympia. We will have an update on that as soon as we get in terms of when it will be, where it will be. Um, there was a lot of rumors circulating at the Olympia this year about timing and, and, and geographical location. A lot of rumors about the Arnold Classic. So as soon as we get that information, we will relay that to you here at Fitness Informer. We're going to be putting up uh, a Dropbox of the photos that we took at the Olympia um, very soon, too, in case you guys are looking for some photos of some of these crazy athletes like Phil Heath, Dexter Jackson. And stuff. Now, that's one thing. You know, let me end on the podcast on that note. It's Dexter Jackson. Dexter has been doing this for a long, long time, and he got a standing ovation uh, this weekend at the Olympia, and rightfully so. He is the most decorated bodybuilder in the history of bodybuilding. He won the Olympia in 2008. That's his only Olympia, but he has won more titles. Uh, through major bodybuilding shows and any other bodybuilder in the history of bodybuilding. And uh, he will be missed in the sport competing, but he will still be here giving back. He announced that he's going to be starting his own dietary supplement line. So it'll be interesting to see what the blade Dexter Jackson does by moving here, moving forward. But just from all of us here at Fitness Informant and the fitness community, Dexter, I know you're not going to listen to this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, we appreciate you, homie, and we appreciate everything that you've done for the fitness world and the bodybuilding world. If you like what you heard on this podcast, hit that subscribe button. Help us out by writing us a review. It helps with the algorithm. We are on iTunes, Spotify. We're over at YouTube. You can watch it. Follow us on our social media channels at Fitness Informant on Instagram, Fitness Informant Facebook. Fitnessinformant.com is the website. Check out all of the information there for all the brands we've worked dietary supplement reviews, Mr. Olympia Action, and more. Uh, until next time, I am your boy, RJ Bucks. Okay, nothing right here. Um,